0: All right, it is 12.30 a.m. on, I guess it is now Friday, April 30th here on the East Coast. And the first round of the NFL draft has concluded. And Will and I are here tonight to recap it, give our Insta reactions. So I first want to say that it was very entertaining. That first round was fun to watch, even though it was over four hours long. Uh, the, the broadcast was good. I enjoyed Mike Greenberg and company. They were, they were very, uh, they were very on it. They were very smart. They had smart analysis. Um, I thought, I thought the band, the Kings of Leon. I thought they kept the energy up. Um, it, it felt normal, just yeah. the vibe. It felt normal with people there, yeah, and guys hugging Roger Goodell, him being there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was fun to watch, even though it was over four hours. But uh, the reason why we we're here today to break down all 32 picks. We've sort of gone actually we have gone over all these these prospects how we think they'll project in the NFL. Now it is just time to break down how good we think the teams picks were. So um let's uh let's get into it. Pick number 1 uh no no analysis required. That was expected. Um so yeah. Trevor Lawrence, Jacksonville. <clears throat> Number two, Zach Wilson at the Jets. Also expected personally, I would have gone with Justin Fields. I thought huh. he was the better quarterback. I thought I think he is a better quarterback than Zach Wilson. Like Zach Wilson can make cool horse throws mm-hmm. and stuff, but I just think Fields is more athletically gifted. Um, and uh, I, I don't know. He, I think okay. he got a, he's they're like I feel like this they're on par. Can we just- strength?
1: Yeah, can we just talk about how young Zach Wilson looks? Looks like he like, could be in he, high school. Exactly. Like, he looks like he would get carded any time he would walk into a bar or something. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he really he's, did. It, someone's going to throw at his ID at
0: one point for being a fake ID. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's definitely going to happen in a New York bar. It's going to be a hilarious, and the tabloids can going to be all over it. I'm guaranteeing you that's happening one time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Zach Wilson, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see him in that offense and, like, in that city specifically because New York City is mm-hmm. very, very different than Provo, Utah. So um, okay. I'm intrigued. I'm excited to watch that. I don't expect him to lead the Jets to the playoffs, but that's uh-huh. an experiment. We'll just see how he does. All right. That takes us to number three with San Francisco 49ers. Will San Francisco 49ers fan – The floor is yours. How do you feel?
1: Happy, relieved, and, like, so. I feel like the third pick set the tone for the draft in that, like, it wasn't, like, what everyone thought, but, like, immediately. But then you look at it, and it's like, that's the best pick. I've been pulling for Trey Lance or Justin Fields. I just didn't really want Mac Jones. As soon as I heard Trey Lance, I got up, did a, a little happy dance, um, and sat back down. But, I mean, the way that Shanahan was talking before, I'd, like, completely understand now why he was, like, like, Garoppolo's our QB uh, for the moment. He was a QB for the time being. Like, even after they traded, like, just all the pieces are now coming together. And I even read a report that um, Shanahan was all in on Trey Lance, like, as soon as they traded up for him. When he said that there are three QBs in the draft that they wanted, uh, yeah, when they said there are three QBs in the draft that they wanted, um, and they'd be fine with any of those three, they were talking about Trey Lance at three, not Mac Jones. So, I don't really know where the Mac Jones thing started then, because apparently... Shanahan and Lynch didn't tell anyone, and I mean like not coaching staff, offensive coordinator, nobody
0: until the pick was made, and they found out with everyone else. the The art of the smoke screen' mm-hmm. it's really something. Uh, maybe they are trying to lure somebody to trade up with them. I don't know, but um, I think that was really good of them to sort of keep that a secret. Mm-hmm. And and sort so they they didn't get fleeced or anything. Um, yeah. Trey Lance, I I do like this pick. I would mm-hmm. pick him over Mac Jones. He has a lot more upside. He's got a lot more star potential than Jones. He he reminds me of Cam Newton with a stronger arm. Mm-hmm. He's certainly got the size. They were showing the the draft hi- highlights. Those are really helpful, especially the not sort of like your casual fan to to sort of, to get an insight on the player that your team mm-hmm. just drafted. Um he's uh he can create for himself. He's got natural ability and uh he's still raw. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of upside. Um and I like that the Niners drafted so Dan Orlovsky was talking about the other day how you draft for projection, more so over production. Yeah. Because you look at all these amazing college quarterbacks that just never produced in the nfl mm-hmm. because their ceiling was capped um yeah. but lance i mean one year of college football and doing amazing it's good and bad it's good because obviously there's the potential for more But it's, it's bad because hey maybe that's an outlier that's why mm-hmm. greg rousseau slipped all the way to 30 because yeah. he only played one year of college football but um I cannot wait to see Trey Lance in that offense, uh-huh. and with uh, the weapons he has around him, it is a great team, a great situation. Their defense is back; they should be able to make a strong push for the playoffs. If not, maybe even the NFC West crown, if yeah. things go right.
1: Yeah, the NFC West just looks stacked right now.
0: Yeah, I want to. Yeah, I want to get to the, the the Cardinals. We'll get to later. Yeah, Um, but yeah, Trey Lance, I liked it. I don't think the Niners gave up too much. eh, Maybe they did. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't really comprehend what they gave up just because,
1: like, at this point, you view them as picks, not as, like, what they'll actually turn out to be because, who knows, 49ers might just end up being, like, 25. So that first-round pick... Like at that point, turns into like a high second round in terms of like you kind of got it's a boom or bust at that point rather than you're getting at least solid talent.
0: Agreed. So I like that pick. All right. Number four, the Atlanta Falcons. Their phones had to be ringing. Yeah. A lot, I feel like, but uh, I can't fault them for taking the one of the best skilled players coming out of college I've ever seen. Um, and that means ever seen since like 2012 when I uh, started caring about college football. Um, I, I, I really like this pick. Um, the Falcons are clearly riding it out with Matty Ice. I think that's smart yeah. because if they were to release him now. They take a massive cap hit. And uh, I, I think he's still got something left in the tank. Um, but at the same time, I do wonder where this Falcons team is going to go. Obviously, it's only the first round. You got Browns two through seven to hopefully address the defense. Um, uh-huh. Julio's getting old. He was already rumored to be on the trade block. Uh-huh. Um, Atlanta's offensive line is still not very good. They've battled health issues, and their defense is obviously flaming garbage. But um, I just, I just don't know where this team really goes. I don't know when they get the quarterback after Matt Ryan, and hopefully. I mean, I guess the plan is to build defense through the draft. I have no idea what their cap situation is. But, uh, it's um, garbage. It's, it's yeah, very, okay. It's it's rough it's rougher than
1: Matt Ryan. Especially just because of Matt Ryan and Julio Jones just sucking up a
0: lot. Yeah, and they're they're getting up there in age. I feel like there's just not I should, mm, I'm just very unsure with this Falcons game Falcons mm-hmm. team because on one hand they weren't as bad as their record suggested last year. I think they lost something like seven or eight games by single digits, with yeah. a few of those being completely blown in the final quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the, at the uh, on the other hand, you look at this roster; it's looking a little thin. Mm-hmm. So, but I can't fault them taking this athletic freak that I think is going to be a top tight end for a very long time, at the very least. Yeah,
1: it's like. It's a top-heavy roster, like they got like borderline, borderline or like slightly under borderline pro bowlers. If you think about it, you got Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan. Um, hell, Todd Gurley wasn't bad last year. No, it wasn't bad. Um, now you got Kyle Pitts, and then there's just like a drop off. Like you don't really have like mediocre fill in players. It's kind of just like who. And it's a different who every game.
0: Exactly. So yeah, like good good pick for the Falcons. Just not quite sure what the direction that team is. All right, number five, Cincinnati. Now look, I didn't I didn't I didn't dislike this pick because of Jamar Chase. I disliked it because I thought Pinay Sewell, Sewell should have been the pick here. Yeah. Um, and look, I get Jamar Chase is easily the best wide receiver. In his class, I think he'll be top five one day, easily. He's got the skills. Um, He already has a rapport with Joe Burrow. That's great. But um, Joe Burrow doesn't get his knee inverted if the offensive line is half decent. Plain and simple. And um, I get that the tackle class and just the offensive line class as a whole is deep and that you're not getting a Jamar Chase in the second round but Sewell's a guy or even like Rashawn Slater, like there were some teams and there were some people that I've read that had Slater ranked higher than Sewell. Yeah. Um, then I think would have just been more beneficial to the Bengals, especially in the long run. When you consider that offensive lineman, you can just stick, or at least if you find a good one, you just stick there for a decade and Uh they're, they're your protector for, for that decade. Um, so, I guess now that the Bengals have Chase, which is great. I think that's a nice trio of him, uh, Higgins, and holy crap! Wait, there was another receiver that I'm just completely forgetting. I feel like. Um, oh, oh, and uh, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd, yeah. Tyler Boyd. and uh, Joe Mixon too. Joe Mixon too. That's a nice. That's a nice foursome. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, if now that they've taken Chase they absolutely have have to have to prioritize the offensive line mm-hmm. later in this draft. It's a very deep class um and I certainly think they can address that need. Yeah. So um and you can you can find offensive line with that start for your team in literally any round. Yeah, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I think Jam-
0: the Jamar Chase pick for the Bengals really like
1: set the tone for the draft. Like the Trey Lance pick, like started the draft for me in terms of like, we didn't know what was going to happen, but the Bengals picking Jamar chase really like caused a lot of teams to go one way or the other or a couple of picks down the line. It's like, Oh, this player like fell to us. And like, we had absolutely no shot of getting them Mm
0: -hmm. like a couple of days ago. And now they are currently available. Yeah, that's what happened with Sewell, yep. which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, but the pick before that was Jalen Waddell, which I really, really liked mm-hmm. for the Dolphins. He is a guy, if you look at the explosive, look explosive in the dictionary, uh, Jalen Waddell toasting a defense is right next to it. He is the ultimate guy that can turn a three-yard crossing route into a 60-yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. Like, he is that guy. Um he, I watched the most highlights from him out of literally any other player in this draft because just I was so enamored with his speed. His breakaway speed was mm-hmm. just ridiculous. He was one of my, I've talked about this before, he's one of my whoa guys. Like guys, when I watch him, I go, whoa. Because like there's few, him, Pitts, even yeah. Devontae Smith, where it just in in Wiles' case, he just blows you away, mm-hmm. literally. Um, and um, I think he fits really well in that Dolphins offense. You got William Weston Williams and vatte Parker on the outside, and then you can slot in a deep threat and Will Fuller, who's hopefully injury and drug free, and uh, Jalen Waddle in those slot receiver positions. And Waddle, I believe, can toast anybody. Yeah. Um not only is he straight line fast, he can make guys miss, mm-hmm. which I think was super duper enticing. Um yeah. and obviously you're getting Tua another weapon, which is mm-hmm. great. Um and one that he knows. And one that he knows. Absolutely. Yeah. Even though wait, was he the one that said Mac Jones was better than Tua, or was that Devontae Smith? I don't know. Okay, I think one of them said Mac Jones was better than Tua, and then like the other one like Kind of, sort of, backed him up. Um, I don't know if that'll affect anything, but like, I I think it's obviously good to have a Mm. rapport with your starting quarterback. I honestly don't think this is a make or break year for Tua. I think that's stupid. This is his second year. Last year was so weird and crazy. Yeah, I Um, want to get to that with Daniel Jones in a little bit, but like, yeah, I I don't think this is the year to decide if Tua is your franchise quarterback in year two,
1: especially because he. Comes in in the middle of the year after having like all of these players had no offseason to begin with. But just having no offseason, coming in middle of the year, like in and out of the spot. But then also going from a lefty quarterback or a righty quarterback to a lefty quarterback had to also throw some people. Absolutely. Like, it may have also thrown defenses, but it also threw offense. Also, watching the Jalen Waddle highlights on uh, ESPN that they showed, he had a double uh, route. It uh started as an out and somehow turned into a post, and that cornerback got put on island in not a good way. Yeah. And then there was a um, oh my god, bubble screen, uh, that he got, and it literally looked like you're like making slight increments with the analog stick playing Madden
0: mm-hmm. and just swerving guys. He he. Yeah, that's one. That's one play Hope I hope the Dolphins utilize because if you get him out in space, like that's it. Like that's that's game that's like that's it. It's over. Mm-hmm. A yeah, touchdown. I got, I got
1: Gusecki, too.
0: And Gasecki, who's already like an athletic freak over the middle. Yeah. So um yeah, great pick. Miami, great pick. Um, number seven, Detroit, striking gold, rebuilding team. You find oh, yeah. your franchise offensive lineman who will uh Maybe not literally by kneecaps, but he is that kind of personality. Yeah. Um, Dude, that family was, oh, my
1: God, there's a lot of big people there. A lot of big people. Like, the person who stood up
0: before Sewell, like,
1: stood up, and then Sewell stood up, and there was, like, a half-inch difference.
0: Yeah, that's that That clearly runs in the family. Yeah. His size. Um, just, like, his athleticism to size ratio is is bonkers. Mm-hmm. it's really ridiculous to see a guy that big like move the way he does just pancakes people at the first level and then it gets the second level in an instant it's really unbelievable so uh, lines struck gold should be mm-hmm. thanking Cincinnati for not taking Sewell yeah alright number 8 the first sort of spicy pick yeah with Carolina. I thought they were going to go with Rashawn Slater or there was a part of me that thought hmm what about Justin Fields because yeah. we had talked about this having him as a backup falters but uh, instead they go with J.C. Horn
1: mm-hmm. I, was also like,
0: I was also like maybe
1: Devonta Smith I just wasn't thinking defense at all.
0: Yes but hey I think even though it wasn't the most pressing to eat, like as I just said, I would have gone Slater or Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to build that defense, yeah. And I respect anybody for trying to build a defense, especially when you got a guy like Brian Burns. And uh, honestly, on that defense, there's not much. They, 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 they lo- It looks like they've hit on a uh, Jeremy Chin. Mm-hmm. He was he was nice last year, but hey, slowly building the defense. Um. Ah, I just would have taken Slater, but Horn is great. There's definitely Uh an argument for him to be the best Horn in this draft. He's got like that Michael Irvin mentality of, I am better than every single person on this football field. And he is unafraid to be on an island with someone who may be better than him. Um, But he is aggressive. He is not afraid. He is pro-ready. And from his dad, Joe, he I guess knows better what it takes to be at least a solid NFL player.
1: Yeah. And Joe always knows. So
0: Joe always knows. So um I thought that was a I thought that was that was pretty good for Carolina. I might have gone elsewhere, but I can't fault them for taking Horn. Mm-hmm. And then we have Denver. Who could have slam dunked this entire draft if they had taken Justin Fields. Yeah. That is that is who they should have taken, in my opinion. He was sitting there. The Broncos didn't need to, need to do anything. That's what I thought the pick was going to be. And then they, I don't know if they zagged. Well, I would guess in my mind they zagged. But um, they take Patrick Sertain, who yeah. I think is the best corner in this draft. He checks all the boxes. But ah, this team as currently constructed, minus Sertain, is too good right now to be led by Teddy Bridgewater slash Drew Locke, in my personal opinion. Yeah. And that's why I would have taken Justin Fields.
1: I mean, yeah, if you think about it, they traded Teddy Bridgewater for a sixth round pick.
0: Oh, yeah, that's absolutely
1: a so bargain. You're technically going into the season with a QB whose talent you yourself value as sixth round pick worthy talent. Like, that's not what you like you take punters and kickers in the sixth round. Like, no offense to punters and kickers, absolutely amazing at your job. But just in the terms of football necessity, with the quarterback being the most needed position, and you have a QB who you value as a sixth, and to the point that the Panthers are paying $7 million of their salary, and Broncos are only paying $3 mil, so even the Panthers are like, we're just shipping Bridgewater out to give Sam Darnold the keys and we'll even pay for 70% of his contract.
0: And, I mean, just look at, like, most of the playoff teams from the last few years, especially, mm-hmm. like, the Final Four. Not that I'm saying the Broncos could make – the Broncos should make the Final Four this year. Um, but they all have really good quarterbacks. Yeah. And even in the Super Bowl, uh, mm-hmm. if the Niners had a better quarterback than Jimmy G – I'm sure you've gone over the story many times, but he just wasn't good enough. Yeah. Uh, now now the play calling was pretty poor. Yeah. But uh they just they just needed a better performance from Jimmy G and he just he just couldn't give it he just couldn't give it to him. Yeah. So I think that was the prime position to take Justin Fields. I mean, can't fault them for taking certain, but they already have they already signed Ronald Darby and Kyle Fuller. They franchise tag uh-huh. Justin Simmons, so that's why I thought it would make the most sense to take Fields there.
1: Yeah, they're kind of locked a corner. I mean, unless they like absolutely just thought that he was the best player on the board, but I don't even think he was the best player on the board.
0: I guess. But, I mean, yeah.
1: it might have been on their board. I don't know.
0: Yeah, there's certain teams that are just like, oh, well, he was on our board. Which is like understandable, but um Broncos, great player could put I, I think a missed opportunity.
1: Uh, key post draft analysis. After all, they allowed the second highest completion percentage outside the numbers, and had the third fewest picks on passes thrown outside the numbers last year.
0: All right. So yes, we'll they think. signed
1: them both, but I guess they also wanted to
0: go young. True. Right. True. I guess. All right. Number ten. <sighs> Fucking Eagles, man. <laughs> fucking Eagles. God.
1: Uh-oh.
0: So the Eagles and Cowboys transpire or they uh, they conspire to absolutely screw the Giants. And uh, the Cowboys, they collect an extra what is it, the third round pick. Yeah, 83rd. I'm like 90% sure. To move back two spots to allow the Eagles to leap the Giants and take Devonte Smith. Yeah. Fuck the Eagles, man. Fuck. Fuck the Eagles. God, they're probably laughing on the phone.
1: Yeah, I mean, this okay. Was, uh, God. In retrospect, and we'll get to your we'll get to the retrospect in a second. Yeah, it kind of worked out for you guys.
0: Oh yeah, because like the Giants ended up getting like a massive haul to move down nine yeah, spots, which
1: we'll talk about in two seconds. But yeah, Devonta Smith for the for the Eagles thoughts.
0: Oh, that's great for the Eagles yeah. and for Devontae Smith. Obviously, yeah. I'm really happy for him. Also, oh, just, yeah, keep going. Yeah. Uh,
1: I was just gonna say, great trade for um, Cowboys because I feel like it's in line. Like they draft defense at twelve, and then you also get another pick at third round, which means that. Now, one of your other picks can definitely be defense. Like, just the. I texted you this. The Cowboys just need bodies on defense. It doesn't really matter exactly. who.
0: They just need people. They just need. Yeah, that defense. They just had needs everywhere. And that was great for them to trade back and just get an extra third round pick and still get the guy you want. But for the Eagles. Exactly. Yeah, they needed need to do this. Mm hmm. Like, this was a necessity. In order for Jalen Hurts to have any hopeful success at all, they needed to surround him with adequate weapons. And uh, sorry, Travis Colgum and Jalen Rager. Hopefully, I, I want Jalen Rager to do well. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they just needed another, another hopeful star. And uh, mm-hmm. Smith, as we've said, I have began to worry about his weight less and less over this yeah. draft process. He's just that good. Like, when you look mm-hmm. at actual football-like aspects and you're, you're asking yourself, what, is it, what does this guy need to work on? There's not much to point to for Devontae Smith.
1: Yeah, I've also taken it as you're playing against SEC talents, you're playing against top defenses, so they're the most likely to be NFL-like. Yeah. And the fact that he absolutely screwed them and his weight just didn't matter, Like I agree. It makes me feel like more and more comfortable. Also, weight is something that you can change, unlike height. So... Like And you can also slowly adjust that, too.
0: Maybe you get, like, five pounds like every year or something like that. Who knows? Yeah, and he was great against J.C. Horn, who loves to be aggressive <laughs> and loves press coverage. Mm-hmm. So um, I like to pick for Philly. Um, my dad and I were very disgruntled when it happened because <laughs> we both we tried to <laughs> – it was funny. We both tried to talk ourselves into that maybe the Eagles were taking a quarterback. Oh, my God. That – yeah, that would have been was, hilarious. That would have been was watching, hilarious.
1: Yeah, I was watching the Pat McAfee show the whole time, and Pat McAfee was like, "Most Eagles move ever. You're taking a quarterback right now."
0: Yeah, but like, and now, but then we were like, "That's really stupid because the Giants aren't taking a quarterback. Why the hell would they jump the Giants if they knew they weren't taking a quarterback?"
1: Hey, unless they thought Dallas was taking a quarterback.
0: <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it was weird. I was trying to talk myself into stuff, yeah, but uh, great pick for the Eagles. I'm just annoyed yeah. as a Giants fan, but. Uh, a pick later, I became less annoyed because the Giants traded the 11th overall pick to the Bears for 20-164, a first-round pick next year, and a fourth-round pick next year. Oh my god, wait. W- the Bears GM just said Andy Dalton is, is the starter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my what? god. <laughs> ah.
1: What? Okay, okay, okay. If I'm going first... Because if we want to talk about an absolute just crapshoot in terms of quarterback development, like, just send them to the Bears. Like, if anyone lost in this draft, it's not a team. It's Justin Fields.
0: I mean, yeah, like, that,
1: that situation is not great. It, like, the Bears are, like, mediocre and also, like, their mediocre talent seems to be, like, it's at peak level right now. I mean, their best weapon is Allen Robinson. Who- He's going to be gone in a year. Exactly. He's gone in a year. Um, David Montgomery is kind of the reason that they're so high right now, which is at 11. And that was because he had, like, two good weeks. Or not two. I mean, he put, like, four or five, like, very, very, very good weeks. But I don't think you're getting that production out of him again. Um, I mean, it's just... And then you got the absolute QB carousel. Don't they still have Trubisky?
0: They... No, he went to uh, Buffalo.
1: Oh, I'm so dumb.
0: Yeah. But
1: are, are you really going to have a QB competition between Justin Fields and Andy Dalton?
0: Uh, apparently.
1: Like, I mean, yes, they promised that Andy Dalton would be the starter, but... No offense, like things change. Like you got Justin Fields. I don't think that they were going into the day thinking that they were going to get
0: Fields, but oh no, I don't think they did. <laughs> but I think that once they saw that he fell, yeah, I mean, they felt they had to make a move. I think it was a great move. I thought Justin Fields mm-hmm. was the second best quarterback in this draft.
1: Yeah, great move for the Bears. Just a, a question? Questionable things going around him.
0: Yeah. Other than Good, the move, yeah. like, yeah, and I think that once he gets weapons around him, I think he's going to prove a lot of people wrong uh-huh. for letting him slip to for for letting them slip to eleven.
1: Also, great move for the Giants. You do get a wide receiver, which we'll mention later.
0: It's probably not the wide receiver that you wanted, but no, so... no, 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 no. We'll we'll get to that later. Uh-huh. And but like, got Giants got a hell of a lot of picks. Yeah. That, Dave Galluman said earlier it wasn't get fleece. I don't think you got fleece at all. I think that was a great haul.
1: Yeah, that first round that first round next year could be like between ten and fifteen
0: again. Yeah, we're just we're I'm just gonna hope the Bears suck. Yeah.
1: I I think there's enough chaos that they might.
0: I think yeah. Same.
1: I, I think I think Matt Nagy gets fired this next year.
0: Which is yeah. essentially the
1: chaos that I'm thinking about.
0: Yeah, and then, then they're just like – tank. I don't want to say tanking, but then it's just yeah, like – Yeah, but then they're just going to lose
1: that year, but then they're going to get a new head coach and be good the year after. That's kind of what I'm feeling.
0: But, like, the pick is still going to be good. Yeah. Hopefully. Well, so, yeah. Great, Aaron Rodgers great, leaves. No. Uh, we'll, we'll, get to, oh, yeah, we'll get to that. That'll be the bit. end. That'll be the end. Um, great trade for the Bears. It's just mm-hmm. – the uh, I, I, situation's not great. All right, number yeah. 12, Dallas Cowboys. Applause. Mm-hmm. Great job great job they need defense they got defense and an extra exactly. pick um mm-hmm. uh i guess it was it was weird it, well not weird that's was interesting like the giants clearly did not love parsons enough to take him at 11 mm-hmm. which i get um but uh yeah i think the cowboys especially considering that like what sean lee meant to that defense mm-hmm. as a linebacker I think that must have attracted them to Parsons more mm-hmm. and um, yeah as we were talking about earlier they just need guys they even need what, bodies. even what Rush does for
1: them on defense like when he came back like defense still wasn't amazing but they went from like allowing 30 points a game to
0: well less than that oh, he just he made enough of an impact as a linebacker Exactly. And then I think the rest of this draft, the Cowboys need to prioritize defense because their offense, I think, is fun. As is maybe mm-hmm. add some offensive line depth, but you're, you just paid Prescott. You've already paid Zeke. Yeah. Uh, you still have Cooper and Lamb and Gallup. Dalt and yep. Schultz was a nice surprise last season.
1: Mm-hmm. So I
0: think defense, 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 defense for the Cowboys. But great trade. Great trade for them. Exactly. Great All right. Number 13. Another another great pick by the Alley Chargers. They. Should be jumping for joy that Rashawn mm-hmm. Slater fell to them. That was like literally the perfect pick yeah. for them. Like not only did they get a guy to protect Justin Herbert, he already gave a big, deserving contract to Corey Lindsley, and uh, now you got a guy that can not only play offensive tackle and guard, but can play it on both sides and can play it really well. Mm-hmm. So f- phenomenal pick. By the Chargers. Yeah. they should be really really happy. I should also
1: probably thank the Bengals, too.
0: Exactly, because then... Because the Bengals, Bengals... If the Bengals take Sewell...
1: Then the Lions probably go Slater.
0: Or maybe even... Eh, actually, maybe even the Panthers, I would think, but yeah. I would, yeah. Um, all right, number 14. The Jets trading up from 23 mm-hmm. and giving up 66 and 86 to take Elijah Tucker. Now...
1: Didn't, didn't they get a pick back?
0: Oh, yeah. They got like a something in the 100s, I think. Oh, okay. Um... Bear is legit. He's really good. He can play mm-hmm. both guard and tackle. He is he is really good. And obviously, you got to protect Zach Wilson. Ah, they gave up a lot. Yeah, they do. So, they gave a lot. Yeah. If uh, Bear Tugger works out, then maybe it was worth it. But uh, they just need people. And I don't, I don't yeah. think sacrificing 66 and 86 may have been worth it.
1: Yeah. Plus, you would have already had another
0: pick in the first. What were they, Twenty yeah, they had 23, and yeah, 23. there are a lot of good offensive linemen. Yeah. But I guess they're really attracted to his versatility.
1: Yeah, I mean, okay. he's the only guard that went uh, round one.
0: And I guess if you consider Slater a potential guard, then him too. Yeah. Uh, and the Jets got Beckton last year, and he looks like a keeper, and obviously you can never mm-hmm. have enough linemen. He's huge. Oh, my God. Big boy.
1: So, I just – Favorite things from the draft, I've, we can kind of continue on this because you no Lyman. I love watching offensive Lyman highlights from the draft because they are just tossing people. Like, mm-hmm. Kai Becton had the best highlights. He was tossing people like ragdolls. It was, like, the most impressive thing that I've seen.
0: It really is, not yeah. Especially when they're, when they're just, like, gigantic.
1: Exactly. And it looks like
0: they're, playing, they're in, uh, like, 18 on the 15 U Warner team. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like what Sewell looked like on films at time this year, or I guess last year. Um, all right, next fifteen, the New England Patriots oh, getting their guy without ha- getting their guy without having to sacrifice anything for him. Yeah, uh, we we've gone over his game enough, we've critiqued it enough.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, now we will have to see how he does in New England with all of the new tools at his disposal mm-hmm. and uh, all of. The coaches and coaching staff, especially the head one.
1: Yeah. I think he's going to do better in New England than he would in San Francisco as well. Agreed. Just because, like, another reason I didn't like him at San Francisco was because I didn't feel like he had enough around him. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, San San Francisco is a better team, but in terms of weapons, we've got Kittle, we've got Samuel, we've got Ayuk, who was good last year. But... I would say that New England is more stacked in terms of throwing weapons. I mean, you got probably, if the top three tight ends are set, the next two got to be John R. Smith and Hunter Henry. Yeah. And they got both of those, so double tight ends set, plus Nelson Aguilar, and... Oh my God, who's the fourth one? I guess Kendrick Bourne. Yeah. And Kendrick Kendrick... Kendrick Bourne's good I also feel like Bill Belichick's just There's always that one Five six white dude Who just Happens to get A thousand receiving yards Um, I don't know Belichick just Develops late round talent So I feel like they're gonna go Might go late round receiver later But I feel like they're good Plus Belichick's probably better at Developing a QB that I know Than uh, Kyle Shanahan is at the moment Really, I I genuinely think that yes, Kyle Shan- Kyle Shanahan's had great QBs, but they were like good to start with.
0: Oh, that is okay. So yeah,
1: okay. Like Belichick technically developed Garoppolo. Yeah, didn't get a lot better in San Francisco. Obviously developed Brady. Um, like Jacoby Brissett was serviceable in New England, and then got worse after he left. Um, I mean, they just develop. They just don't get to use them because
0: they've had Brady for twenty years. Yeah, we'll we'll have to see if his mm-hmm. accuracy and uh, I guess ability to pick up the playbook fast obviously yeah. core quarterback skills. If that is able to cover his lack of mobility, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that's just something we'll have to see. But uh, Patriots, I guess, great job because they didn't have to do anything mm-hmm. to go get him. All right, sixteen Arizona. I was not thinking about Zayvon Collins at the spot, but when they took him and I thought about it, I really liked it. I have gone over this already on this podcast. I love Zayvon Collins. He is big. He is fast. He is a playmaker. Um, I thought they were going to go corner here just because after Pat Pete left, there was just a gaping hole uh-huh. at that spot. But Collins is also phenomenal, and the Cardinals are building in great defense now. Uh, they've yeah. got him. They've got Watt, they have Chandler Jones, Isaiah Simmons, and Malcolm Butler as well. And yeah. um, especially in a division with the Rams and Niners, where you also have good defenses. I think mm-hmm. that's huge.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, great pick. Great pick yeah. for the Cardinals, I think.
1: He, Oh, my God. I didn't really know who he was watching his highlights. Linebackers like, just get... Linebacker just get bigger and bigger every year. This is just, a big, big linebacker with, like, hands.
0: Yeah, he just looked bigger than everyone else mm-hmm. when he was at Tulsa. It was, it was crazy. But, uh, yeah, great pick, Arizona. All right. Oh, the Raiders. Oh, dear, the Raiders. Um, I, I told – I literally told you. I told all of you they were going to do some weird shit. And, yeah. uh, yep, they – it's not that Alex Leatherwood isn't good. Because he is, I would have had I 16th really pick good. yeah I had a few guys ahead of them um, but uh, I, I guess we'll have to see but I, I I just knew I knew it I just I could just sense it but this whole weird offseason that they had and their past history of weird picks mm-hmm. for example Clell and Farrell fourth overall um, I just knew they were gonna do something weird and they did. But, uh, obviously, I hope for the best for Alex Leatherwood. All right. Number 18. Dolphins absolutely killed this draft. They hit one need with number six with Jalen Waddell getting to another weapon, and then they addressed the defense, specifically the edge position, with a guy that I really like, uh, partially because I'm a Miami Hurricanes man, but I also just like him as a prospect, period, Jalen Phillips. Mm. Um, the defense in Miami was great last season. They led the league in turnovers, but they last they lacked a consistent force off the edge and phillips last year for miami was awesome he was a constant disruptor he had defensive line like moves like in his bag like a basketball player has like ball hand <laughs> moves in his yeah. bag and that's really good because i feel like technique is a little harder to to, to actually no, that's wrong like Quiddi pay like i'll get to it in a second um but like he's very athletic, he just needs his technique to be polished, which I think can certainly be developed. Like Phillips already has that technique, which is great. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, Dolphins killed it. Shout out to shout out to them. They address mm-hmm. multiple needs. Um, injuries, I get that they're concerned with Jalen Phillips, but I think he'll be fine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think he will. So um, yeah, I like that pick from Miami. All right. Washington, a bit of an interesting pick. Um, Jamin Davis, a like linebacker out of Kentucky. I didn't really do much research on him,
1: mm-hmm.
0: as I guess as much as the other prospects. Um, but hey, why not make a good? Def- why not make a great defense even better? Yeah. I, so yeah, I thought this was a solid pick. He had one really, really good season last season, and I guess that was clearly enough. How do you, How do you feel about guys that have one great season? That they show off like a lot of potential, but it's just over a sample size of one season.
1: Well, usually I'm like, eh, but with like, I didn't realize how many people opted out. Oh, yeah, there were a lot. Like, I really deep dive on this. Like, Lance didn't, Lance had one season, Chase had one season, Sewell had one season. Um, the other DN uh, linebacker who goes later from Miami, he had one season or D end. My bad. Mm-hmm. He wants There's just a lot of one seasons. So, like, usually I'm like, oh, like one season. Not like stay away from them, but just <sighs> a little bit of reserve.
0: Yeah, but I mean, hey, I if think you gotta like go get a guy. Oh, yeah, of course. I think he can be a key contributor on that defense. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I do like that pick for Washington. There's a, been a theme. I'm going to get to this at the end. There wasn't, like, an insanely stupid pick in this first round. There was no pick. Actually, maybe the Saints won. But, like, there was no pick where I was just like, what the hell are they doing? Like, I thought teams were generally pretty smart in this first yeah, round addressing except,
1: needs. Yeah, except there, there's there's one pick that I personally – Hate with a passion now that I just like it clicked,
0: but we'll get to that. Uh, All right, well, uh, hopefully, it's not this next pick. No, uh, it's definitely not. I really like this pick for the Giants. I really Mm -hmm. did. Um, The Giants need receiver depth. I mean, I feel like it was so stupid how people were like, oh, they signed Kenny Galladay. I don't need receiver. Well, first of all, Kenny Galladay played five games last season. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sterling Shepard has battled injuries his whole career. Darius Slayton took a step back. Evan Engram is your favorite player ever. Kyle Rudolph is getting up there in age, and uh, John Ross has yet to have a productive season in the NFL.
1: Wait, you guys got all of that? Yep. Oh my god.
0: I mean, it sounds great.
1: Yeah, yeah. it it sounds great because they were all like um like, either amazing or
0: just really good at one point. At one point, yeah. But um, Kadarius Tony, he not only provides depth, he provides some electricity that this Giants offense really needs. Like, Saquon injected electricity mm-hmm. into this offense, and it was great. Mm-hmm. So Kadarius Tony absolutely has electricity. When you wa- were watching, like, the, the highlights of him, especially on the ESPN, one, he's just making guys miss, like, all yeah. over the place. Now, he does need space to work, and he's a little small in frame, but he's really slippery.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. And with this pick, uh, my dad had a really. Uh, where is it? Okay, so the Giants. It's it's literally every year. He my, my dad summed up perfectly. So he said, "The Giants never take the person lined up for them. I guess in this case it was Quiddy Pay. Mm-hmm. They never take the person lined up for them to take, but make it hard to argue because it kind of makes sense, but not really who you thought. Yeah, like I wasn't thinking Kader's Tony was not like my top three of people that." their giants could possibly pick mm-hmm. like once they picked him, i was like uh, yeah they need receivers and uh yeah. he's electric i personally so,
1: think he's worse than bateman or like, like close
0: they're close uh, you can make yeah. an argument for either yeah um but yeah I, I was reading comparisons percy harvin was one i did like that he was so good yeah yeah he was oh my god but, uh, yeah, I like this pick for the Giants. They just need to address edge and offensive line later in the yeah. draft. Have to, have to, have to. But, uh, and the, the whole thing with Daniel Jones, this being a maker breaker year, look, I get teams want to capitalize on rookie contracts, but holy hell, Daniel Jones has had a terrible offensive line his whole career. The best receivers he's thrown to are Darius Slayton Sterling Shepherd. and Sterling Shepard. And the situation just hasn't been great. He hasn't been provided adequate weapons. So, you know, I guess we're going to see uh, at least sort of who who he is. But, like, Mm -hmm. I don't think this is I don't think this year is it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, uh, yeah, great pick for the Giants. And they got a lot of got a lot of draft capital. Two thumbs up for me. I like. Mm. All right. Let's uh, speed through this. Actually, uh, there were some notable ones I want to talk about. Colts, um, Awesome story. Awesome player. Awesome person. Fills the need for the Colts. Uh, they, need, they needed someone opposite of DeForest Buckner. I think they could have gone with the tackle here because Anthony Costanza retired. Mm-hmm. But um, I think Pei is excellent. He is a disruptor, but he will need to develop his technique, which I certainly think can happen. Um, but uh, I do like this pick for Indy. Next, Tennessee. Caleb Farley. It was really sad because I forgot he was in quarantine because he has COVID. But it was really sad because like, he saw all these people with their families. So all the yeah, players with their himself. families, and then you just shot to him. and You just by himself. Yeah, it looked kind of sad. But mm-hmm. um, regardless, the Titans. I thought they were either going to go receiver, maybe even offensive line, maybe even edge. But um, I wasn't really thinking about quarterback, and then they took Farley. I was like, oh yeah, Malcolm Butler and Adoree Jackson dipped in free agency. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's and they were kind of short need. on
1: defense anyway.
0: Oh, yeah. The defense has been a relative weakness for Tennessee over the past few, few years, except in the 2020 playoffs. Um, but Farley, had he not had the back issues, I think he could have been the first corner taken mm-hmm. in this draft. I really I really think he could have. Uh, he's big. He's aggressive. Um, he he's, he's just a playmaker. He's around the ball all the time. Um, back surgery is a concern, but I think he'll get right. And uh, yeah, like this pick for the Tennessee Titans. Um, Number 23, the Vikings, who traded back with mm-hmm. the Jets. Very, very smart pick. Mm-hmm. They must have been jumping for joy because Christian saw was available. Um, I really don't know how he lasted this long. I really don't. Um, and uh, the Vikings needed that. They needed help on both sides of the line. So um, did, did like that pick for the Vikings. I think this is the draft that I liked. Like the, there, have been, I've, there have been the most picks I've liked. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, But yeah, all right, number 24, Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, this is interesting. They took Najee Harris, who I like. I really like. He is really fun to watch. He is a bruiser, but is fast at the same time. He can break a big play, but he can also play the role of goal linebacker.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: However, I think this pick is a B if they don't address the offensive line. I think this pick is an A potentially A-plus, if they do address the offensive line, it turns oh. out to be better because Najee Harris isn't going to single-handedly fix the Steelers' run game.
1: Yeah,
0: Like, Saquon Barkley was an amazing running back. The ultimate makes-something-out-of-nothing guy. But his stat line would routinely be, like, eight carries for seven yards because there would be two defensive linemen in the backfield at all times because the offensive line stunk.
1: Yeah. Uh Steelers got a second, a third, and two fourths. Also a sixth and two sevenths, but Yeah. I think between the second, third and two fourths you need both an offensive tackle, an offensive guard, and a center. So, you yeah. at least need two you at least need two offensive line picks in there. And then I say in the last three it's kind of just whatever's available at that point.
0: Exactly. Um so, yeah, they needed to fix that, and then I think their run game will definitely improve because mm-hmm. it is all about the offensive line there. Yeah. All right, number 25. This was interesting, this, Jacksonville.
1: Uh, let me go. This is the oh, pick oh, I was, hate. was this the one? You, this oh, you hated this one. Really? I, okay. I, like, my dad told me to pick. I wasn't in the room. I was like, oh, makes sense. like a uh, third team that's like putting college guys together. Um, With like new quarterbacks or like second year quarterbacks, because like it's someone that they know Mm -hmm. rather than just a whole bunch of randoms. I'm like, all right, that works. Then I remembered about James Robinson and how gosh diggity darn good he was last year. James Robinson had the fifth most rushing yards, he had a hundred or he had 1,412, if I remember that correctly, uh, scrimmage yards, and was an absolute monster. And he was the reason that the Jaguars were close with a lot of teams last year. Like, they beat the Colts, which he wasn't, like, the biggest help in. But starting, like, week three or week four – actually, no, week one he was great. What am I talking about? Yeah, week one he was great. Week two, week three was, like, pretty good. And then rest of the season he was amazing. He was the reason that they were winning. And they had a horrible, horrible offensive line. I just I really don't think that they should have taken him.
0: I like, think it was kind of, it was kinda of like the Raiders throwing money at Kenyon Drake. It was like that's the that was the one position you didn't need.
1: Exactly. Like great, like now you can run a dual back set, like whatever, but no. Plus <laughs> they already they already signed Carlos Hyde. who you Yeah, can, that was even weirder. Like they already you,
0: made a free agent acquisition. At, like like that, I thought that's why I was good. Yeah, I was like,
1: I mean, unless you're legitimately going to trade James Robinson, which might be the stupidest thing you could do.
0: Yeah, that'd be dumb.
1: But at that point, you might as well and try to like get assets for him. I don't know. I thought that they should have went um, O line at that point. I don't. Necessarily know who's on the board in terms of O line, but if they would have went O line at twenty five, and then they have thirty three coming up, and there's a wide receiver who I love who's still on the board at thirty three. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I just ah,
0: yeah. It, it, there could have been many better picks that could have filled more pressing needs. <sighs> James Rums is just so good. Well, hey, maybe the two running back set is killer. Yeah, exactly. It, it is just got to be an optimist. I'm excited to see E. T. N. Lawrence in Jacksonville. I am, I am, I am as well. Um, so yeah, we'll just have to see how that goes. I thought that was interesting. All right, number twenty six, Cleveland, great pick, Greg Newsom. They needed a cornerback to opposite Denzel Ward. They got one. Greedy yeah. Williams hasn't really shown up yet. I mm-hmm. mean, um, Newsom was awesome for Northwestern. So, uh, and Cleveland liked it as they should. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I love that Cleveland crowd. They were rocking. That whole mm-hmm. just the whole night, they kept the energy up. And I really like the band. They kept the yeah, they kept the energy up. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. All right, number 27, Baltimore. Oh my God. Great pick. Rashad Bateman. Yeah, I told exactly. you. I predicted this ahead of time. Yeah. They, they needed to get Lamar Jackson um another weapon on the outside, and they got it. I mm-hmm. love Rashad Bateman. He is big and fat. He is eh. He ah, is he big? He's like between big and small, but like he's fast. He can catch. His story's great. He's very humble. He loves football. Yeah. I think and I think Ravens fans can get behind him easy. What's Sammy Watkins's
1: build? Um Sammy Watkins is six one. So they got Yeah. Similar in size. Uh, yeah, six one, they got six foot, and then I completely forgot about Hollywood Brown. Because when I was telling you that they should take Elijah Moore, I just completely forgot they would have had two small receivers. Yeah. But then again, they've good. also They've also got Mark Ingram, who's their number one pass catcher. So like they technically Out of the backfield, yeah. Yeah, they technically do have a big target already. Like I've always been like, oh, they should get like Julio Jones or like a bigger target like that. And I'm thinking to myself, well they technically do. Technically, I yeah. Don't really view um Mark Andrews as like I don't know, big pass catcher, but he is and he did uh lead the Mar Jackson a passing touchdown. So I think both seasons, I know his, rookie, uh, his MVP season needed. i think pretty sure this past season, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, great pick, Baltimore. Great pick. addressing it. All right. Uh, here's where th- – this was like my least liked pick of the first round here with New Orleans. Uh, Peyton Turner, edge rusher out of Houston. Um, not that I didn't think he's bad. I just think they could have gotten him way later in the draft and uh, had I a agree. lot of edge rushers ranked ahead of him. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's, that's why. I mean, hopefully it works out. Yeah. But um, I had a bunch of bed rushers ranked ahead of him. So uh, that's it's, why it wasn't a fan.
1: Yeah, it's not a big reason as well. Like, it's obviously someone that they wanted and, like, a hometown and everything.
0: Um, but. And maybe they didn't think it was going to be available the next time they, they picked. Yeah. Which is understandable. Um, mm-hmm. All right, next up Green Bay. Another interesting pick, Eric Stokes. Now he's yeah. good. He's legit. He's got wheels. He has all the physical attributes and was very good for Georgia. I think. Didn't Elijah he ran for
1: 5
0: Oh yeah, he did. But I think Elijah, <laughs> I think Elijah Moore would have made a lot more sense here. Yeah. Or even Terrace Marshall. Just That's, another receiver, especially, especially considering today. that, you know, you're. The league MVP that just so happens to be on your team uh, expressed great disdain for your organization.
1: He was probably the best thrower of a football of all time. Maybe not the best quarterback, but he sure as hell throws. The thrower of the
0: football. That's good. I like that. I like how you phrased that. Um, Yeah, Stokes is good. I think he could definitely – I was talking to a friend of mine who's also a Packers fan. He could definitely be used on special teams too, Mm -hmm. especially considering that's a place for a green Bay struggle last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean,
1: you obviously need like corner just in light of, in light of everything that has happened in the past and in light of everything today and in light of your fans as well. I think that you could have like addressed corner like twice later or something
0: later. Yeah. Later. Agree. There are a bunch of corners I think later, especially in the second round, that I think mm-hmm. would have been fine. Um, but I, I don't, I don't, uh, if I don't really have a problem with this. I just think yeah, again, I like a few picks in this first round could could have gone elsewhere, and I think that would have been better.
1: I don't either, but it's like, of course, they went like something not to help Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Like... Exactly. Um. All right, Buffalo. I like this pick, Gregory Rousseau. <laughs> Out of the U. Extremely talented, I can tell you that. And it's one year he played, I watched every game. That dude is a disruptor. He is so long and just, he is, he was basically like a factor in every play. And the defense had to like really, really account for him on every play. He was an X factor. Holy um, but obviously he only played one season.
1: And his frame is
0: six, seven. he's 6'7". He's 6'7". And yeah, he has a thinner frame. But I yeah. think under the proper development, which obviously the Bills are great at, I it's, think he can be a star.
1: It's cold up there. You're not going to burn much. He's going to get to 285 in the
0: next two years. Yeah, his, his blood might freak out, <laughs> out in the first year. But, yeah, especially uh, going from
1: Miami to Buffalo. Miami, his
0: whole, his whole life to Buffalo. That, that might be a bit of a radical change. Oh, but I think and then going,
1: from, then going from no income tax, like, yes, you're not making any money in college. Off of playing football, but to heavy New York State income tax. Ugh.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a big change. But uh, I think Rousseau's up for the challenge, and I think he'll be really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. All right, last two picks two very similar players Baltimore, Jason Owe. Yeah, good good, good pick again. Your dress is another need, especially after Yannick Ngakwe and Matthew John left in free agency. He's oh a playmaker on the outside. So
1: he a four-three-nine.
0: Yeah, he is so yeah, very, didn't... very fast too. Yeah, I shouldn't oh, mention my... that. Yeah.
1: Something about this linebacker class, other than the one from Kentucky, they're all six-five or taller, and they're all two-fifty or bigger.
0: Yeah, they're all very. None big.
1: None of them are slow.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not like they're lumbering around the field. Like this linebacker
1: class, going to cause a lot of people concussions.
0: Especially, From yeah. proper hits, obviously. From proper hits, yes. And then uh, Tampa Bay, Joe Tryon out of Washington. I thought thought he, he would, would go more so in the second round, but hey, mm-hmm. another case of probably not going to be available when Tampa Bay picks again.
1: Yeah, also another case fl- of perfect position pick.
0: Perfect position, showed flash of dominance. JPP is going to be a free agent in a year, exactly. so got to find the next man up. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, Um I just some here. I'm just gonna close it out with some random shit that I noticed. <laughs> um what do I got here? The draft it felt normal. Yeah. It felt normal. I really yeah. like that. The vibe was right. Yeah. The
1: one thing that was like weird was like the the top people it was like all like unmasked and then I saw one family with masks on in their house and I'm like, for some reason that just like du- for like the first time in a year that doesn't feel right yeah like it just yeah I don't know yeah. it was just it was it was weird seeing people with masks on, which is obviously mm-hmm. not what you see outside, most people are still masked, mhm and rightly so, but at the same time it was like like that was like weird, I don't know it was,
0: yeah it was weird to see so seeing Goodell's
1: lounge time. chair, are we gonna talk about that for, like that should go
0: I that I' really should go in a museum <laughs> what 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 why? <laughs> uh nostalgia i have no clue uh I, yeah i don't know
1: apparently someone's eating peanut m&ms in that chair like come on
0: man! oh yeah the the, the, the bringing up the fans thing i thought that was something i yeah. love the i love the lady who announced the cowboys pick Ah, oh, she was so happy oh absolutely and um, to a sea of booze oh my god to see it but hey she took it on like a champion exactly um what else i have there, down here uh the broadcast team was great mm-hmm. they were uh, engaged they were analytical they yeah, had, we're, they, they had fantastic analysis they i'm assuming smart. you watched espn yes yeah, oh, the, yeah. the espn the espn broadcast. i turned on Lewis.
1: i turned on abc for the first until jamar chase mm-hmm. and i thought my dad was going to throw the remote at the tv just because <laughs> the way that abc is it's like, more national broadcast.
0: Yeah, they're trying to tailor to the more casual fan. Exactly. Or just the more casual person. Or just, yeah, the person. Um, yeah. So, you got, got Mel Kiper, who's cracked out of his
1: mind with knowledge.
0: Yeah, then you got, yeah, Mel, Lewis, and then Booger. I love Booger in that role. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good role for him. And then Mike Greenberg was great.
1: Yeah, perfect facilitator.
0: Great. It was great. Um, Mac Jones looked like a frat. Pre- he looks like a frat president. Dude. Yeah. That's just an observation I made. Yeah. Um. Like right after the return to normalcy thing, it was beautiful to see uh, Zach Wilson and Roger Goodell hug. That was the first hug yeah. in a very long time. Zach, there's
1: two hugs I want to mention. One, the Zach Wilson hug. Uh, another thing I want to mention: uh, Zach Wilson's family. Uh that's a lot of
0: beautiful people. They look like they're from Utah. Like, yeah,
1: like a
0: lot of a lot of yes, very good looking blondes. Yeah, exactly. Both male um, and female.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. And then, um, I
1: don't know if you mentioned this—the Micah Parsons hug, where he jumps onto Goodell. Oh yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that was great. I love the enthusiasm. Mm, I love it. Like he um, was—he was happy to be a cowboy, and I love seeing that. I love like oh, yeah. players that are like so excited and jumping out of joy that
0: they can't like. Be professional. I like when... When... I re- I remember like when Obi Toppin got picked. Like mm-hmm. that was like he's repping his city. Like he's from exactly. Brooklyn, and he just wa- he wanted to be a Nick, mm-hmm. which was awesome. I love that. Uh, what else? Um. Oh, every one of these prospects seem like very lovely people. Yes, like just very pleasant. Just like guys. Yeah, I like that. Um. Yeah. Justin Fields
1: was not happy with his bear down. I sent you a Twitter. You I
0: saw that. He was like, Alex. hey. Bear's let's, nation, look, yeah. look, let's get to work. Bear, he just, bear down.
1: Yeah, he didn't Not seem enthusiastic. excited. I don't know if he usually is excited, but he seemed pretty damn excited after getting hit in the hip. I'll tell you that much.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Oh, there wasn't any. I put down a section for uh, like Bill Simmons' whoa moments. So like, you remember like when Anthony Bennett got picked? He mm-hmm. went whoa. Like, yeah, there, there weren't any of those picks in this draft. Mm-mm. There were. There were so many, like, solid picks. And then there were so many, like, perfect picks. Like, there was Sean Slater. That was a perfect pick. Mm-hmm. Like, Devontae Smith, I thought that was a perfect pick.
1: Yeah. Um. Like, the Jalen Waddle pick was a perfect pick as well.
0: Yeah, he fit, I think he'll feel like a glove in that offense. Yeah. Really, Mac he provides Jones, a new dynamic.
1: Mac Jones, perfect pick. Perfect. Exactly. Like... Even Rashad Bateman, perfect pick.
0: I Yeah. T- teams were very smart Yeah. in this first round, I must say.
1: Yeah. No one, like, coughed it up. And I really, again, I wanted, like, the Bengals didn't address their top need, but I also want to thank them for taking Chase. But because of that, they helped a lot of teams not screw up. Yes. Because I say if they take Sewell, at seven goes Slater – then the uh, Chargers
0: don't know what they're doing. They, no, they probably take they probably take saw, I think because they're smart. They're smart. Well,
1: but from like the standpoint of like, like those were the top two by like a decent stretch. Yeah, and then I think like from there, uh, who was at eleven originally? Oh, Giants. The Giants. Yeah, I don't think then the Giants were like would have even been like tempted to take O line, therefore they probably wouldn't have got as much in their draft paid or draft thing.
0: They probably um, they, draft they, capital. Well yeah, they go. definitely just looked at the Bears offer like, holy hell, like we don't I guess we don't love Rashawn Slater like enough to pass that up. Yeah. So Which, good like, job, I totally respect good
1: job Bangles for
0: putting everyone on the right track. Yes, agreed. All right. Uh it's one thirty five AM. We have yeah. school tomorrow. And uh, we should wrap this up, but I guess I'll see you when the draft fully concludes yeah. on Saturday. Um, this first round, it was entertaining. It was long as hell. This needs to start at 7 p.m., not 8. And they mm-hmm. should maybe shave the pick times down from 10 to 8 minutes just to I save know. some time.
1: Definitely from 10 to 8 also. Oh, my God. Why did the Jaguars take the entire clock? You know who you're picking. I think they always do that for the first pick, though. They don't? Okay. Yeah, they do. They usually, they usually like, will just start it. No, some teams have just started off with, like, the pick is in. Really? Mm-hmm. Also, one thing I was surprised about was the how fast the Bucks picked.
0: Oh, yeah, that was, like, super-duper fast. I think they probably knew, like, ahead of time. Like, they uh-huh. probably knew, like, no one else was taking him. Yeah. So that's probably why. Um, but, yeah, I, the, the teams were very smart. There were mm-hmm. trades that kept me entertained, especially mm-hmm. one with my favorite team. You seem to like who the 49ers picked. I liked a lot of the picks for a lot of teams, Yeah, which is great. And, uh, yeah, rounds two through seven I hope will be fun. Hopefully we'll have some more more fun moments. Um, yeah. I'm not going to do my whole outro because I'm tired as hell. Just go check out the Black and White. We still got stories and the Ruta Vega, too. And please get your vaccine, wear a mask, uh, wash your hands. And, uh, Will, uh, good night and yeah, take exactly. care.
1: Good night.